Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of All Things Russell here on Laker Country 1049. Jeff Hoover along with Tony Kerr, and we're excited about our program today on All Things Russell as we're going to be talking football. And tonight, of course, Tony, the Russell County Lakers will open their season uh, at home against Casey County. Kickoff at 6.30. You and Josh Branscom will have all the uh, coverage here on the radio. But uh, it's always an exciting time when high school football gets underway. Jeff, uh, even more so this year because uh, a lot of folks weren't sure if we were even going to play. And I, even as three weeks ago, who was sure that there would be high school football? But uh, we are going to be able to kick it off tonight. Uh, a lot of it's going to look different. And uh, just a certain number of fans will be allowed in, and a lot of the health guidelines will have to be followed because of the pandemic. But uh, And it's a big opener when you open with uh, a rival. Casey County, uh, always a rivalry. And that, uh, as we talked last night with Coach Richardson on, the, on his show, uh, it's been even more so a rivalry in the last few years. But uh, Casey County comes in. Russell County has one of the best rushing teams, uh, not only in 4A, but in all of football. When you've got two backs, that rush for nearly 3,000 yards, uh, you know, people take notice. So expecting big things from the Lakers is going to be exciting tonight. Well, and as we kick off uh, Russell County High School football tonight, we wanted to dedicate a program to high school football and a lot of uh, <clears throat> different ways we could approach this, I guess, Tony. But you and I talked, and one of the things that, that we wanted to talk about because so many people don't know, is the very first football team in Russell County was not 1969. And we're going to have some of those uh, guys that were on that 69 team, but the very first team was 1953. That's right. And uh, as you said, a lot of people uh, don't know about it. Last year uh, during the season, Bruce Phelps, who was a member of the 53 team, sent me a picture. And it's a picture that we've got here today of the 1953 Russell County Lakers, a team that was organized to practice, but unfortunately did not get to play. Camus Carpenter was the coach, and uh, he spearheaded the effort. Uh, Jeff, in uh, doing some research on uh, Camus, Camus, uh, and a lot of people still remember him as a, a baseball coach. He was a basketball coach at Jamestown High School before the consolidation uh, of uh, the two schools to form Russell County High School. But uh, Camus Carpenter uh, was a football player and uh, a pretty – Pretty good football player. Yeah. Uh, better than uh, good would be an understatement when you talk about uh, Camus. But uh, he came to Russell County. He was a, a native of Boyle County, all state football at Boyle County, and uh, in six man football, and was offered a scholarship to play at the University of Kentucky. But uh, December 7, 1941, changed that when the United States entered World War II, and Camus went to war, served in the Navy three years came back out of the service. He went to Western and played football right. and uh, was very good there and was uh, it, injured, ended his playing career, but finished his education there and uh, then came to Russell County. We'll talk more about it. We've got, we've got some old newspaper articles uh, from 1953 uh, where he's quoted uh, about this team that we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating story, really, to understand uh, what happened and, and Camus Carpenter coming to Russell County and – uh, we have, as you said, some newspaper clippings uh, going back uh, to, to 1953 uh, when Camus was hired as football coach. 
Interestingly, Camus Carpenter had been the basketball coach at Jamestown High School and was hired uh, as the very first brand new football coach at, uh, as the newspaper referred to it, we've had other callers on the show talk about it, Central Russell County High School. Interesting name. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. And, uh, you know, Camus, uh, the last two years as uh, the basketball coach at Jamestown High School, he got to play all of his home games at Russell Springs because uh, apparently the gym wasn't too good. Uh, but he went. he only lost one game in two years, home game. Yeah. So uh, Camus, Camus, quite the coach, and apparently quite the athlete as well. And we're very honored to have with us here in the studio uh, this morning a member of that 1953 football team at Russell County High School, Dale Coe. Uh, Dale, longtime resident of Jamestown, grew up in Jamestown, moved away for a while due to work, uh, but was a member of that 1953 team. And and Dale, thank you for being here with us this morning. Entirely welcome. I enjoy it. Uh, you were a member of that 1953 team. What grade were you in? I was a sophomore okay. at Central School. At Central School. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and we, we've heard that referred to so many times. So when Jamestown and Russell Springs consolidated, it didn't immediately become referred to as Russell County High School, right? No, it did not. Yeah. And, 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 and there were a lot of fights. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and the fights were between Jamestown and Russell Springs. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, how long did folks in the community in Russell County, how long did they call it Central High School? It was, it was there until I left in 58. Okay. And, and uh, so... Five years anyway, yeah, most people least. referred to it yeah. as Central High School. I heard people in the early 60s still refer to it as uh, the Central High School. Yeah. But, uh, well, Dad, what was it like uh, to go to the new school, to come from Jamestown, to be at, at, a, at a much bigger school and a brand new school? It must have been exciting. It was a, new, it was a nice building. It's different. Cause we had different uh, teachers and different uh, principals and you just didn't know what was going to happen right then. So when uh, when the folks came from Jamestown, you came to Russell Springs, and you consolidated into this central high school, as it was referred to, uh, there's a lot of animosity, right? Absolutely. And, and uh, we know, uh, those of us my age and, and stuff, that continued for several years, uh, uh, even... I'm even despite the best efforts of a lot of people. It was, it still goes on today. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of it today. Yeah, a little, it's, it's dying down, but they're still going on. Yeah. So tell us, uh, in 1953, you were a sophomore you, at, at Central High School, and uh, how did this whole football thing get started? What do you remember about that? Camus came to everyone he wanted to, and if you want to come out for football, come on out. Yeah. And we, he had all these uh, clothes, clothes from Kentucky and sent down to him. Yeah. So we, we all gathered up and we were looking pretty. <laughs> so Camus Carpenter had coached you at Jamestown yeah. Elementary, right? Yeah, in baseball. Yeah, in baseball. Yeah, in baseball. And then now he is the foot, new football coach at the Russell County High School. So – 
you had a uh, relationship with him, and so he just came around and started recruiting folks to play. Yeah. What what was Canis like? You you said he's a great guy. You liked being uh, under him. He, he very nice, very nice gentleman, and, and treated you well. And he, he talked to you when you did something wrong, but he didn't he didn't beat on you or nothing. But he he would take care of you. Dale, we've got this picture here, Jeff. I think. Do you have it on the website yet? We do not. We will have it up later. We, we've got this picture, and I'm going to read over uh, the names of everybody on this team. Uh, this is a great-looking football team. There's, there are no uh, no face masks on these helmets. That was back no. uh, back in the tough days where you had to take it. But uh, And the members of this football team, uh, and this is on the first row, and we hope to get this on the website so you can look at it, folks. It's a, it's a very interesting uh, photo. Uh, first row would be Donald Withers, Charles Cumbest, Bobby Mann, Hugh Withers, Gary Cunningham, Dan Wilson, Larry Huckabee, J.E. Brown, A.G. Foley, Johnny Ragel, Gene Cook, and Charles Grider. In the back row, you'll see Coach Camus Carpenter, and then uh, there's Richard Cheatham, then there's a fellow with number 48 on, Dale Coe. Uh, next to him is Cuthbert Eastham. Elmer Zimmerman, Kent Richards, Bruce Phelps, Arlo Hughes, Leon Grider, Jackie Brown, and Bill Fowler. That's a that's a good looking bunch of uh, prospective football players. <laughs> Tony, share with us uh, share with us the uh, uh, the article where uh, Camus Carpenter was hired as football coach and what he had to say. Well, he he wanted to talk to parents. If if there were any parents that had any questions, uh, he wanted to talk to them about it because football was so new. And Dale, we were talking about uh, football. You you had played football at at, uh, at school and maybe in the backyard, but the backyard. Uh, but there was no organized football around the, the county schools uh, around all around your your high school football back then was your your city schools, Somerset, uh, Danville, and they had had football for fifty years. Oh, yeah, they were big. Uh, one of the articles was that uh, Camus, when he was named the uh, head uh, football coach, he had called uh, Somerset and Tompkinsville to play because you had Tompkinsville High School and uh, was maybe trying to get some, some games scheduled or scrimmages or whatever. But, uh, Jeff, he, he thanked in the article, thanked uh, the University of Kentucky uh, football coach at that time, uh, Paul Bryant, for those, for those uniforms, and Mr. Bernie Shively, two names uh, at, at UK Sports, and they helped, uh, of course, people know Paul Bryant as Paul Bear Bryant, and uh, they helped get the uniforms uh, for that first team. Yeah, here's the, uh, here's the article from uh, the Russell County News, right, Tony? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I just want to read a portion of that. The Russell County High School has included football – along with basketball as one of the important sports of the season. The organization of the football team will be the first in the history of Russell County. Camus Carpenter, football coach, has 35 boys out for the team. The uniforms are all new. The shoes and balls were donated by the University of Kentucky. The uniforms are red and white in keeping with the school colors. The team is now practicing and scrimmaging to get in shape. 
Coach Carpenter said that all the boys were looking fine and that he sees the makings of a good team. He's a bragging on you guys, Dale. I, I was going to tell you, in that playing football, in my, across from my house right now, uh -huh. a large yard, and that field stayed full of young, young men. And a lot of them are right on that picture. Is that right? And it, I mean, the, the, all, all had a good time. So the the boys who grew up there in Jamestown had been playing football together they, before they the team started. Right there. Yeah. Cuthbert Easton told me a story, and he was going to try to join us today, but couldn't make it. But uh, Cuthbert, and uh, he was number twenty, you were number forty-eight. He said uh, they gave him the ball. He thought he could outrun you. And he tried to go around the end, and he said you hit him and knocked him back 15 feet. And to this day, he said it's the hardest hit that he ever had. said you were little, but you could hit. You remember any of that? Or you oh, remember hitting? I, I, I tried to hit everybody I could. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting quote uh, from Camus Carpenter from the Russell County News, Tony, and, and appreciate Tony uh, researching and getting this. But Camus Carpenter said, it is my desire to start football in this county on behalf of the boys who are interested. And two, the little man can play football as well as the large man. That was a quote from Camus. Did, did he instill that in you guys when you started playing? I do. Yeah. Tried to make us bigger. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't, we didn't get much bigger. So so tell us about that 1953 season. It was the first year of Central High School, right? Yeah, first, it, very first year. Yeah, and and, uh, and Camus Carpenter came around and started recruiting guys to play football. He said he had 35 uh, men uh, ready to play. Uh, you didn't get to play a game that year. Uh, do you recall why or what happened? Or? What? What I remember is the school was short on money, and they weren't getting a loan to put benches in the basketball uh, bleachers. Uh huh. And uh, whoever was loaning the money said, if football goes in, the money goes out. Really? And that's when they got rid of football. So there wasn't community, there wasn't support for it. Hmm? There wasn't support for it, Dale. No. And it was new, so no, it was it was all money is what I understood. Now yeah. that, that's from a sophomore of high school. <laughs> and and Cuthbert told me this story that also each player had to provide their own insurance, and uh, some of them couldn't get their insurance together. Cuthbert uh, told me, Jeff, he worked uh, that summer to sawmill to get his insurance, and you had to buy your insurance, and it was five dollars. Do you remember any of that, Dale? No, I, I'm sure I had it though. Yeah. Cuthbert said, uh, and some of the players couldn't couldn't do it. So unlike today where those, uh, as you know, Jeff, you played high school, and, uh, you know, there, there are policies there in place for our student athletes uh, in case of injury, but back then. But uh, you just have to look at the uh, uh, that, that era, something brand new. You got a new high school, and uh, you never had this sport before. Uh, and it took a lot from the superintendent just to get those schools merged. Yeah. And, and do you recall, Dale um – the reason maybe there weren't any games was just because there was not enough support. Uh, was that lack of support coming from the administration or just the community or just because it was all new, nobody really knew what to do? It's all new. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. They, they just didn't, didn't want to get into it. So 
this football team was put together your sophomore year, uh, but you never got to play a game. Did anything happen your junior and senior year? No, nothing. Uh, no football. They, didn't, they no. didn't try it again. So, so no, they we, just tried that one year. This, this, we played baseball, but that was about it. Yeah, yeah. But they wasn't they wasn't having any football. What do you remember about practice, uh, other than hitting Keith Perdista and knocking him around a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody had a good time. Uh, uh, I can't think of name, but Dan Wilson was one of the bigger people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he didn't run through us. <laughs> We played some flag football, if you know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Well, his flag would be tied to his belt, and you couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm looking at a picture of him, Dale, number 30. You can tell he's a lot bigger than the rest oh, of he, you. he is a big fella. Oh, yeah. But he'd run right through us, too. But he, he had that flag tied to his belt. What um, – so you practiced – did you practice all fall that year and just – were you waiting to have a game and just one never happened, or did you know there weren't going to be it any games? It wasn't game? going to happen. We moved off the field into another field over. I guess it's where the new high school built now. Yeah. Okay. But we moved, and, and it was rough. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, how was Camus Carpenter as a coach? Was he uh, – I mean, my perception would be knowing Camus through high school and, and everything that – when I played, my perception is he'd be pretty tough. He was he was t- a tough fellow. Yeah, but he he was fair. Okay, and that that that's all you can say. He he's tough, but he's mean, fair. You know, one of the things that that all of us who have played high school sports or, or even beyond recognize is uh, the teamwork where people come together and and you're fighting for each other, and you're helping for each other, and you rally around each other. Uh, was that a problem with this very first football team because of the Jamestown-Russell Springs rivalry? Had some, but not much. Okay. Very little. We, we, we enjoyed each other and out there playing together. Yeah. And so for the most part, nobody cared if you came from Jamestown or Russell no. Springs. No, they didn't care. So you, you saw that conflict in other areas, but on this very first football team, the very first year of Central High School, that really wasn't an issue. It wasn't an issue. And, and see, Tony, what I think that shows is the importance of sports. Uh, because here you take a group of young high school boys coming from Jamestown, coming from Russell Springs. They're put together – to form this very first football team. And as Delco said, it really wasn't an issue. It really wasn't no. an issue. Even though the animosity and the conflict was going on out in the community and people in Jamestown not happy and people in Russell Springs not happy, but here was a group of men coming from both schools that just wanted to play football. That's Is that it. right? That's it. I, I mean, I think that's a fascinating – play. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's a fascinating story. Dale, who was the best player on this team? Do you remember who was some of the – Richard Childers. Richard Childers. As I remember, he was a, he was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, when I look at this and I see uh, uh, just some of the names, I mean, Kent Richards, uh, he was a pretty good-sized fella too. He's a tall fella. He's <laughs> Thin. Yeah, 
and he later became superintendent in Russell County. Yeah. For for a period of time and a long time educator and uh, just a lot of interesting names. Bobby Mann that that's listed that's here. Kermit's boy. Uh, yeah, who was at First National Bank for so many years and worked for Kermit in the county clerk's office. Right. He was a little fellow, wasn't he? He's he a little bit smaller than me, but he, <laughs> he he loved to play baseball now, but he's he a little small for football. Yeah, yeah, I, and he was a good baseball player, yeah. I understand. Very good. A.G. Foley, he spent 21 a. years a. in the Marine Corps. You talking about Runt? Runt, <laughs> yeah. That's what we called him. We lived on the same street. With Peck Foley and them? And, and Peck Foley and... A.G. and J.E., but we called him Run, <clears throat> and he is one of the people that was always in my field up there playing football. Yeah, number 20, uh, 22, I, I, I see him there. Jackie Brown. Uh, Jackie Brown was Jackie my – Jackie Brown was I, – I can't I, – I know who Jackie Brown was, but I can't remember him playing football. Jackie was my eighth-grade coach at Russell Springs. And he coached up there and was a PE uh, for a long time and yep. uh, coached uh, eighth grade football. Of course, my, my brain don't work too good either. <laughs> uh, Dale, did, did you ever get a box? Did Camus ever have you guys boxing? No. I remember Cuthbert said in elementary school, or he was telling me a story about uh, in PE or something that uh, you, you got to box at Jamestown. Do you remember any of that? No. Uh -uh. No. In one of these articles, Dale, uh, in the Russell County News in 1953, Camus is talking about his team. He said, uh, we're very grateful to Coach Paul Bryant and Bernie Shively at the University of Kentucky who supplied us a great deal of material helping to make it possible for us to start football. We will employ the straight T formation and Richard Cheatham is a young boy from Tennessee with experience and is one on whom I am depending a great deal to fill the quarterback position. That's, that's it. All right. that's, that's Did Richard Cheatham move here to Russell County? He moved to Russell County, and I think he went back to Tennessee, but he comes back up here often. Okay. And I, he, he talks to my cousin, Howard Popwell. Yeah. They were good friends. And, and, and it's interesting, one of these stories that was in the Russell County News talking about football getting started at Russell County and Camus Carpenter and all that, it was written in the Russell County News by Kent Popwell. Is that Howard Kent, H.K. Howard Pop Kent. Yeah, so he wrote the story for the Russell County that, News. That'd be him. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's interesting when you read these these newspaper clippings of the quotes <laughs> and who was involved in all of that. Mr. Sharp didn't like to put all them names in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Ben Sharp. Ben, yeah. 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 Um, well, Dale, we just really, really appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with us this morning and share some thoughts. And, folks, uh, we do have a photo of that uh, 1953 team, a bunch of good-looking young guys with white uniforms and, and supposed to be red lettering. Is that right? I can't remember. <laughs> okay. But white uniforms that, that were provided by Coach Paul Barry Bryant. By, by Barry Bryant at University of Kentucky. Yeah. And so when you think about football in Russell County and, and even the very first team, I mean, you see a connection – that maybe the greatest coach in the history of college football, Paul Bear Bryant, helped start football in Russell County. Absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a fascinating story that 
that actually Tony and I have only learned about in the last couple of weeks, right? That, yeah. That we yeah, learned that part. If you remember, I told you they were an earlier football yeah, game. Yeah, you told me several years ago when we were doing a, we were doing a, a story about the 1969 team, you told me, you said, that wasn't the first team. The first team was 1953. Uh, but to find out that Paul Bear Bryant helped start football in Russell County and uh, is, I think, a, a fascinating story. It's a fascinating piece of information. Yep. Well, and he understood the importance of uh, football in the state, high school football, because uh, you have high school football and it's going to feed it right into college. Yeah. So he, he understood that. Unfortunately for, for uh, UK fans, that was his last year. He left and went to Texas A&M and uh, stayed there a few years and then went on to Alabama. And, of course, the rest is history. There are six national championships later. Well, they go and beat Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl, as we all have heard the story, and he gets a watch. And Adolph Rupp wins the SEC basketball tournament. He gets a brand-new Cadillac. <laughs> so we've all heard that story of, oh, yeah. of why Paul Bear Bryant left, uh, uh, left Kentucky. And Steve Branscombe's here, and he's going to join us in a minute. And I'm sure he's heard that story many times. I think uh, he's sitting there. Yeah, he's sitting out here. Dale, thank you so much. We, we really appreciate thank, you Thank you for this. putting up with me. Well, we're glad to have you. I appreciate your insight and sharing all of that history about Russell County football. And, uh, Tony, just a fascinating story about that 1953 team at Russell County High School. And it's so great to have one of our first Lakers here. Take care. See you, Dale. Good to see one of our first Lakers uh, on, on that team, and uh, Jeff, that is a, a great story. And you know, it, it was si it was 16 years before football would ever come back in 1969, and uh, and then it would take 10 years after that to, to ever get really uh, the, to win a district championship. In '79, Coach Ron Finley was able to win uh, the first district championship uh, for this program. But uh, when you look at that that picture, and I, I gave Steve one of those a moment ago, Wes, uh, those guys look really good. What about uh, what about no face mask, Steve? That would be a little different back then, wouldn't it? Well, all the, all the equipment was different back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of conditions were different. Uh, the play was different. The equipment different. Rules and regs and it was everything was you different. You could hit the quarterback and you could spear and you could do everything. It was a, it was a very physical game. You could, yes, you could. They hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could clip. You could hit below the waist. And that was wow. – we actually did drills – to learn how to clip. Is that right? Sure did. How, how to yeah. block below the block below, below the waist. That was a good block. Yeah. That's a good way to stop them. Of course, it, you could it, injure someone. It, you look back now, and it's hard to believe it. It sure is. Sure Coach is. Finley teach us on the top of your helmets, you put it right in the center of their chest. Yep. That's spearing them. Drive through. Oh, yeah. yeah, they'll kick you out of the game quick yeah. for that. Yeah. Well, we're happy uh, to have with us now this morning two members of that 1969 uh, team. Wes Bottom and Steve Branscombe, and uh, we're going to talk also with Hollis Dehart, who was an assistant coach on that team. <clears throat> Hollis is going to join us by phone here uh, shortly, but Steve, Wes, thank you all for being here this morning, and glad to have you a part of All Things Russell. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'll tell you what, to talk about those old men, or us old men, I should say. <laughs> well, I, you know, I didn't really want to bring that up, but since the first thing out of your mouth, Wes, is old men, uh, that was six decades ago. Really? Man, oh man. Yeah, but it's, I guess it's how you feel. I feel pretty young. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. 
What was it like, guys, being on that first team and the organization? Who was your coach? Why did you want to play? It hadn't been around, of course. Kentucky basketball state, and we know that. We still deal with that. Those of us who love football, and people ask me about basketball season, I said, it's just passing time till the fall. But uh, you guys wanted to play football. Were you just physical? Wanted to knock, hit, knock, knock some heads or what? Well, probably all above. But uh, one thing a lot of people probably doesn't know is that we actually had a team in 68 and that year was the same was a, it was practice only just getting ready for and we had two controlled scrimmages because wayne county started football the same year so we had two controlled scrimmages in 68 and the only players that could come out on the team were eighth graders freshmen sophomore and juniors no seniors because 69 would be the first scheduled games so no seniors if they wanted to play could participate could participate because in the, they wouldn't be around they, they wouldn't be here for the oh, games yeah. yeah and and wes what do you well, remember about those early days well i was my, my dad was in the air force right. so i lived all over the country and and my uh i guess freshman <coughs> and sophomore year because my our first my first year on the team when i was a junior in the 69 uh, 69 season we played football every day. I lived in Colorado. Yeah. I mean, they—I don't think basketball had been invented then, even there. So <laughs> not in Colorado. No. So, so I played every day. So, I mean, we threw football, kicked. I mean, we did it all. So, when I came to Russell County my junior year, which was the first year, I mean, this was kind of natural to me. I wasn't like a newcomer to, yeah. to the sport. You've sport. been playing football yeah, for sure. some time. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Did so, you play organized football in Colorado? Uh, I played my freshman year in okay. high school. I okay. did, but so when I got here, they said, you know, uh, they said, I, you know, I threw the ball, and they said, okay, you're quarterback, because I mean, nobody else. <laughs> when you, you know, they, it, it, you know, so that's you, you knew how to hold the ball, the laces, yeah. and toss it. So Absolutely. automatic quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So they just said, you're it. You know, I said, okay. So, but uh, it was um, it was interesting because, you know, Steve, you <clears throat> obviously. You'd played the year before, but but it, it's just different when you it's a brand new sport. It sure is. Just just learning the difference of offense and defense and tackling and yeah. and the rules and what you can do and can't do. But there had to be a lot of excitement. Oh, there was enthusiasm, yeah. not only among those of you who were playing, but in the community at that time. There was, and the things the thing about it, and Bill Wilmoth was the first coach, right? Um, and and Bill was the history teacher, but he had played some. Played some ball in his high school days, and I really don't know. I'll remember all the history of Bill. But so he wasn't brought here just to be a coach. He no, was already coaching. He, he was I mean, a history teacher. teacher. And so, and Bill was here for a couple of years. Uh, he did our first 68, the controlled year, just where we just learned the game a little bit. And then um, uh, in 69, and, uh, you know, that was that year we had six games. Um, but in our home games, interestingly, were all during the day because we didn't have lots. If, really? uh, if you if you think back, you know there's the tobacco field where the practice field is yeah, now, and right. barn and so forth. Cornfield around there, and and so we didn't even have a stadium. People just brought their chairs. They actually had a concession stand and sold soft drinks out of the uh, tailgate of a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in the stand where they had some kind of camera, I guess, was a you know some masonry scaffolds. <laughs> you know, it's you know so that was. That was it. But the games were during the day, and we had homecoming. We actually had a band. 
But the marching band was the Dare County Marching Band. Is that right? We didn't have a Russell County Marching Band. That was before Vernie McGahey came. Vernie came and started that. That's right. See, I was actually in the first band, too. Is that right? When he came, I mean, his first year. His first year, around 72 or 3, 71, somewhere. I think he came the same year we started football, I believe. Okay. Because I was was in the band. I came and. and Okay. So I I think he was, his first year was actually, I believe now, the first. Okay. uh, Vernie, you call in and correct me, okay? (laughs) But. I believe I believe uh, he that was his first year too. Right. So I believe that was right. Steve, did you play on Saturdays? Yeah, did you play Saturday afternoons. I think that was correct. Yeah, because yeah, uh, it was out of school. Yeah, it sure was. And I think, um, of course, at the, at the time, I think we this, the the roster changed every week because Coach Wilmoth was recruiting every week, and so as long to as you get got, more kids, as out. long as you get a couple couple uh, practices in, you could play that week. Mm-hmm. And so it, it ranged from seven, roughly 15, 24 to 15 players is yeah. what we had. But at, I know the last game of the year, we were down to 15 players. Well, we're going to be – Attrition. Well, it, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to have a full scrimmage, you know. I mean, you know, with 15. So. But, but, but. We, but that was our first win. Right. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Against two. Beat Lily. October the 24th, 69. Lily, former high school in Laurel, Laurel County. Laurel County now. Yeah. Consolidated yeah. with Laurel. Yeah. Uh, beat Lily 16 to 12. Is that right? Well, and the win in play was a touchdown pass from West Bottoms well, to Terry Huckabee. Well, the, it's interesting because Bill Wilmoth was our coach, uh, but we'd lost every game. And, uh, of course, Jim, Jimmy D and, and Hollis, they, they, were, they were great football gurus they knew how to spell spell it okay i mean they they did so but interestingly enough through the whole season bill was our head coach which is fine and we'd lost every game but uh, but the week before the last game alan fellhouse came out to help practice and and all this stuff okay Mm -hmm. and so i had cracked my wrist in the first game so uh, Emory Thomas took over as quarterback, and so when I came back the last game, they put me as 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 wide out receiver, and we we implemented a play called Russell County touchdown on one. Okay, so what is a double reverse pass to me, and then I I would throw it and and to Terry, and that's that's the that's the play that's that Steve that double Steve, reverse pass. Yes, double Russell. reverse pass. I got it finally on the double reverse and 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 threw to to Terry for the for the. How was how was practicing with Coach Feldhouse around different? Well, uh, you know, coming in the last thing of the week, he was more interested in us mentally, probably. Uh, you know, saying we can win, we can yeah. do this, blah blah blah. You know, in which all of us respected. Alan Fellhouse, and you know when he yeah. came, you're just in awe, you know, and you didn't you, you didn't talk back. Of course, I guess oh, yeah. you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> you all know that. <laughs> you know, it's just it's you didn't even look back. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, yeah, you I mean, yes, sir. You stood at attention too. You know, that kind of thing. Well, so. listen, Wes and Steve, we're we're going to be joined now by Hollis Dehart. Uh, Hollis is on the phone, um, and uh, talked to him last night, and he wanted to be a part of this program and. And so, Hollis, if you can hear us, we're glad to have you on the program. We're going to try to turn your volume up just a little bit so that uh, we can hear you here in the studio. 
but uh, you've heard Wes and Steve talk about uh, the first year, 1969. You and Jimmy D. Coffey were assistant coaches. How did that come about that you became an assistant coach? Well, I've been talking football up. We, uh, we all wanted a football I can't hear Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh, I'd been talking football up. You know, we wanted a football team. And one day, one of the uh, executives, you might say, from the school system came to me and said, you're the new assistant coach. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. I said, wait a minute. I've never been to a football game. I know nothing about football. He said, you'll learn. You'll learn. And we learned, you know, it, it was it was difficult, but Jimmy D and I went to work. We we both played maybe touch football, but we went to work and started studying and, and watching how UK played and and we finally put a little team together. So I remember distinctly one time everything was not always roses, you know. We was uh playing this game and we were getting beat pretty significantly. And we had our 11 men on the field, and I looked back on the bench, and we had two guys sitting there, neither of which were in full uniform would have weighed 120 pounds. That was, that was the, the essence of the football team. It was, it was a scary thing when you know that you only have two people that can, that can come in if somebody gets hurt. Yeah, and and that's small, you know. But they were they were tough. They were they were tough minded, and they worked hard. And and I have some great feelings about some of them. And how long were you assistant coach, Hollis? I think three years. I believe that's right. Yeah. It's, Bill uh, Wilmoth was was the head coach, and of course Jimmy D and I. Yeah. And we uh, we had some. Pretty tough young men out there. You got two of them sitting there with you. <laughs> and uh, I remember so distinctly the time that uh, Wes's grandfather was sitting somewhere up around the 50 yard line when Wes got a hold of a football and he was running the touchdown, and Mr. Oley beat him to the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> he got into it, didn't he? Didn't he? He got into it. He sure did, Wes. <laughs> Hollis, uh, what about uh, this Laker team tonight? You've got a grandson that uh, is going to play, Nathan, number 53. And, uh, man, he he looks like uh, an MMA uh, athlete because he is uh, he's tough, and we're expecting a lot from him. He, he's a good boy, and, and I love him and appreciate him, and I hope him all the luck in the world. And I told him, I said, when, when you hit somebody – Make sure they get up and say, well, where's the heart? <laughs> <laughs> they may do that. Hollis, so, I want you to share a story, and I'm sure Wes and Steve both remember this story, but you shared it with me last night, and I had heard it before, actually, uh, when Russell County played at Lynn Camp. You couldn't remember the school, but I had heard the story, and after the game, there was a little uh, fracas that broke out maybe and maybe some something happened in the locker room tell us what you remember about that 
Well, there was a fracas from the time the game started. Uh, the the uh, opposing team, whoever it was, I can't remember who it was, but whoever it was, they got upset over a call on the field against them. And as a result, they decided they'd sit down on the field. And they got called for uh, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, uh, delay of game, and they, it was, I think that was 15 yards at the time. And ultimately, they had so many penalties against them. I mean, one right after another, we, they marched us right into the end zone, and we scored, and we won, the, won that game, as I recall. Steve and Wes are both nodding their head yes. They, they okay. agree. Good. Well, uh, later, everybody was mad. Everybody was angry, fights breaking out and what have you. Well, the only place they had for us to dress was in a gymnasium up in the bleachers. <clears throat> now, young men, when they get finished their, their shower and everything, they come out of the shower and they head toward their clothes, and they don't have any clothes on. It's just that simple. And right in the middle of all that, with, a, with 10 or 15, maybe 20 young men standing around without a rag on, in comes this lady. And she is extremely angry because we have we defeated them. Uh, I told the boys, to pay no attention to her. You go ahead and get your clothes on just like you would otherwise. And... I remember so distinctly this one guy was he was trying to hide because he didn't have any clothes on. And I told him, I said, just go ahead, don't worry about her. She she has no more respect for herself than that. You go ahead and put your clothes on. And incidentally, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's the night uh, the police had to escort us out of town. They fought uh, the school bus out of town. Isn't that right, Wes? <laughs> I'm not going to dispute that. <laughs> that's that's a good one. <laughs> oh my, Steve, I, I, you remember I, that? I think that's correct, and I and I I remember the locker room issue, but I also remember some of the uh, um, confrontation on the field after the game as well. Oh my, there, yeah, yeah. yeah there was, I, uh, I remember. I remember this one lady. If this is the same game. This one lady come out of the stands and hit someone with her shoe, one of our players. She sure did, and that's that's the, one of the first experiences, lessons learned in football, is don't take off your helmet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I, um, we had a player get hit with a shoe and had taken off his helmet. Yeah. I think, I his, actually, I think his name was Dwayne Burton. Uh, I believe it was Dwayne. Uh, yeah, tough one to hit. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, overall – they were a good bunch of guys. They were good. They were good fellows. They they worked hard. Uh, a lot of us didn't know what we were doing, but we kept working at it until you know we got what we got today. What's what's your uh, favorite memory about those early years of Laker football? I remember a young man that came out for football. It's even hard for me to talk about it because I'm so proud of him. And to be honest with you, he couldn't shoot you and get a walk at the same time. He would trip over the goal line. <laughs> but he worked. He worked so hard every day. And he got to where he was a, one of the toughest guys out there over the, over the two or three years that he was there. 
and ultimately he went on and won the state pole vaulting championship. And he went on and became a doctor. And I have been so proud of him. I haven't seen him in low these many years. And, and I think you're talking about Jim Petty. I am. Yeah. I am. Dr. Well, Joe Petty. No he became one of the hard noses players we ever had on that field. Yeah. I remember he was little, but yeah. let me tell you something. He'd hit you, man. I mean, and if you hit him and knocked him down, boom, he was right back up. I he mean, right he, back up. He was. He was. He was tough. Now, he, no he, wouldn't weigh, he wouldn't have weighed 135, 40 pounds. <laughs> no, about like you, uh, Mr. DeHart. I know you said Mr. I did. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me ask Steve and Wes here, Hollis, while you're on the phone. I'd like to hear from both of them on their favorite memories of those early teams. Maybe a game, a specific game that sticks out. Um, uh, anything about those first couple of years, Steve, that you recall? Or, or what meant the most to you? Well, I think I think just team sports and, and just the camaraderie with, with your the players and just building those relations. And, you know, football teaches you a lot of things about life because mm -hmm. you're going to get knocked down a lot and you've got you know, less than 10 seconds to get up and do it again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, so I think there's a lot of life lessons in sports, and I think football is one of them that, that teaches you some hard knocks. So I think, it, you know, there's a lot of the players, the coaches and things that, you know, you just remember back and, and think about. And then, of course, there's always those games and there's always the practices. You know, you can't forget practice. You yeah. know, um, in those days, they you, you didn't get water breaks. I mean, you had to be tough. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And you had to take salt pills. You know, <laughs> things, things are different today. Yeah. Um, but it was like, you know, you know, you got to be tough. You got to you got to hang in there. So again, we only had fifteen players in a take, games. Take those salt pills about the size of big horse yeah, pills. Yeah, to make you sick. Yeah, you know. Uh, Wes? Well, the thing I, I, I'm like Steve. You know, uh, understanding and 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 growing relationships. But you know, sometimes when we're young, we really don't realize what's happening right. to us at that time. And you know, we just took it in stride. I mean, that that was just. That's what we did. We loved it. But what happened is over the years we come we came to realize that, you know, those relationships last even with coaches, different there are teachers, but it's a different relationship when you've come through a sports program with them and then later on. But one of my one of my favorite things when we play in the last game, I was also the punter, okay? So the thing <clears throat> what would happen, uh <laughs> one of the first punts, I mean I kicked that thing, and it was the best pun I've ever done in my life. And, you know, it went way back towards the the, 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 the goal line, you know, like that, and, and just, just things like that. Now, why I would remember a specific punt, you know, uh, what's it been, 10 years ago? No, something, <laughs> however long it's been, you know, since uh, six, since the, six, the 60s. But, you know, it's just that uh, – that we did win, you know, we, that, the feeling of accomplishment, and and we didn't really know what we were even doing, or it was just we just did it. In other words, it's when you're young, you just go out. That's what you're supposed to do. We didn't know the difference. Yeah, and, and and I guess Tony, I'd like to follow up with them, Wes, Steve, and with with Mr. Dart on the phone. But this was 69, 70, 71 in that period of time, and then. Coach Ron Finley comes on the scene, 
and, uh, and and he comes on the scene in 1976 uh, to really start taking the football program to another level, and we saw that for several years. And so I just wonder what you three, being involved in the modern time first football team, the pride that you took, Steve Branscombe, 10 years after you graduated to see what was happening with Russell County football at that time? Well, I, I think every player can probably share that Laker pride. Um, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's there. Um, you know, and, it, and it, it, there is a lot of pride in looking at where the program is today you know, compared back you know, 50 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of pride in, in just knowing that you had a, a part of that and um, it's, it's, um, it makes it special. I know for several years thereafter, Wes and I did the uh, PA and, and yeah, we were on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, too. Public so. address announcer, and I, and I know I uh, continued on up until Josh graduated and doing the, the PA system. Yeah, and I think it was, I think that was the 25th year that I did that. So it's it's kind of like generation staying involved and, and supporting the team and supporting sure. the programs, and, and I think that's uh, a lot of the Lake of Pride that goes with. Uh, um, being part of the program and understanding it and understanding what those young men are going through. Yeah. And, and Mr. Dehart, before we get to Wes, you, your thoughts, I mean, you were assistant coach on the first two or three teams and then uh, to see what happened just a few short years later and the program really took off, uh, the pride that you had in seeing that happen. Well, it was great pride. But I want to, I want to say this. I was, by that time, I was principal at the high school when Ron Finley came along. I didn't know Ron Finley, and the superintendent sent him to me for an interview, and the superintendent said, if you like him and you all get along, you think you can use him, go ahead and tell him he's hired. Well, Ron came in for an interview, and we started talking about things. I said, now, Ron, there's, there's three, three, three or four things that I want to really discuss hard with you. First of all, there's some things I don't want you to do as a coach. And one of those things is this. I don't want to see you walking up and down the sidelines, chewing tobacco, and spitting. <laughs> well, you... Now, that's true. I, I, I said that to him. And there's two or three other things. And when we got finished, he said, now I want to tell you something. He said, if you hire me, you're going to see me walking up and down the sidelines, spitting and chewing tobacco. And I thought, well, a man that's got that much grit to look at me, a man that controls, controls his future, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, yes, I want him. And he turned out to be a great asset, to our, not only the football program, but the entire education system in the, in the uh, county of Russell. Yeah, exactly. Wes, uh, your thoughts on all that well i want to say something about the second team when i was okay. a senior and steve was on that team we hired uh, conrad harris as coach and he was a graduate graduate assistant at western and he played football for colorado state full back, full back and linebacker oh. so i mean i mean uh, and he went on to atlanta to coach and was big time coach even down in georgia they they, they play the minor sports down there like football, you know, instead of the major sports like <laughs> basketball. But anyway, we'll get them back. But <clears throat> I remember uh, we were going to our first scrimmage, and Arnold Wilson came 
good athlete. He came out to coach that day during school. We were going after school and said, I want to play football. And he said, okay. So we gave him equipment, uh, went out there and said, look, you played right here and said, your job is to tackle defensive end. Said, you play here and you tackle the quarterback. And he ran all over the field and did that that day. But but, but we we had our first winning season our second year, my senior year, uh, first winning season. So we had a, you know, and went on up from there like you were talking about. And the coach, Conrad Harris. See, I didn't know that name. Oh, yeah. How long was he here? One year. Yeah. Was he a head coach or assistant? He was a head coach. Conrad Harris. Oh. A record was five, four, and one. Yes, it was. He had ties back then. Whitley County had a tie. And so, but that one of the reasons he left was because that, like it was mentioned when Dale was here, is that, uh, you know, basketball, they really didn't want football, actually. Yeah. I mean, in essence. And so, they his wife would clean the locker rooms and things like that. And they, they finally, I think, left. But anyway, <laughs> just now, now, trivia. You, you heard us talking with Dale Coe and, and Hollis Art, you probably uh, know some of this better than any of us, but talking with Dale Coe and sharing how he went to Jamestown High School and the consolidation in 1953, it became known as Central High School in the community. But what Central, was interesting, yeah. yeah, what was interesting to me is the conflict that we all know was going on in the community between Jamestown and Russell Springs and and, and lingered on for many years. Um, But yet, here was a group of men that came together just to play football. And that that wasn't an issue at that time. It was an issue all around them, in the community, in the school, but, but those men that came together just came together to play football. It didn't matter if you're from Jamestown or Russell Springs. And, and that's something that all of us learn and appreciate about team sports, Steve. Well, as I said earlier, we were all Lakers. And yeah. we, we were part of the team. Just like today, we're all Russell Countyans. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we didn't know. We didn't know we were supposed to be against each other. No, did we? No. <laughs> See, we just didn't know it. <laughs> we needed, that, we was, needed that, was, that, that was an issue that that never entered the football field. Interesting. Never entered the football field. It was a team. It was a team effort. You know, they, they, these guys hung together. A guy from Russell Springs and a guy from Jamestown. They might play right on the line together. They might play in the backfield together. And they were they were team members. Towns was really not mentioned. But, but Hollis, even in 1969, there was still some of that jealousy and animosity between the two towns, correct? There was. There was. But, again, it, it didn't enter into the, into the football field. Yeah. It, that was a, it was a bunch of silly people talking about silly things. <laughs> and the two towns should have been together all the, all the way together. You know, we could we could have progressed so much more. I still wish they were together. And you know, as you know, I served as mayor of Russell Springs. Yeah. And I tried every way I could, but to no avail. Proud of you, Hollis. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And, and guys, I, th- I think we would be remiss if we did not mention Dr. Charles Peck, oh, who who was a, a driving force in getting it here. You know. 
Camus Carpenter tried it in 1953, and it took 16 years. But when uh, Charles Peck came here and worked on that, it was on the school board. Uh, Charles Peck had played uh, football uh, for Paducah Tillman uh, back in the glory days of that program when uh, in the 40s, and uh, he was very instrumental in getting uh, community support. But he was on the Board of Education, so he got Board of Education support for it too, which you have to have, of course, uh, which we didn't have back in 1953. There was a lot of people that did help us in the community, and obviously we can't mention them all, but I know my father-in-law, Paul Branscombe, set the poles for the lights, the first lights we had, you know, with down there. Oh, yeah. And, you mm -hmm. know, so it was just a community effort, and there was a lot of you know, people that help. What about the equipment we have uh, today? You know, those helmets are about $400 a piece. Isn't that amazing? And they're, they're the safest, the nicest helmets you get to keep our young men safe. What about the helmets you guys wore? I got mine at crickets, I think. <laughs> <laughs> crickets, gags. Yeah. Well, mine, mine was busted up, so I, I was able to keep it. And so I still got it. And, I mean, there's no webbing in it at all, hardly. I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's, uh, well, we were just hard-headed, <laughs> I guess. There was, there was one thing I left out that I wanted to bring up. We, When uh, Jimmy D and I were hired as, as coaches, we were given a great deal of money to do that. <laughs> we were paid $250 a year. <laughs> and we what? sat down and figured it out one time. Of all the hours that we put in down there, we made approximately... 25 cents an hour. But, Hollis, I've got a question. Were you overpaid? No, that's about the truth. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe overpaid for skill, but not for trying. There you go. No, we appreciate you, man. You were awesome. Well, we really appreciate uh, all three of you joining us this morning. Steve Branscombe, West Bottom, and Hollis Dehart. Uh, very important parts of the history of tradition and legacy of uh, Russell County football. And, uh, Tony, it all gets underway tonight. And when it does, maybe folks in the community now will have a little better appreciation of, of how we got to where we are. And, and even that first team, and we appreciate yeah. Dale Coe for coming. And, uh, and just understand the commitment uh, of people like Wes and Steve and other members of this team in the 69 and early 70s and Hollis D. Hart and Jimmy D. Coffey and the others. That's right. And it's a big game tonight, season opener. And during this pandemic, we didn't think there might even not be football. But, yeah. but uh, we're going to play it tonight and, and to start with Casey County. And we need we need this one. They've, they've won too many in a row against us, and I'll talk about that tonight. But uh, – you know, they haven't beaten us six years in anything. And hopefully that stops tonight. Wes, Steve, Hollis, thank you all very much. We appreciate you joining us this morning on uh, All Things Russell. And uh, want to invite you to join us next Friday morning, our program on All Things Russell. We will have as our special guest H.K. Cooper, uh, county attorney in Russell County for 29 years. And uh, a lot of great funny, interesting stories uh, from over the time that he served as our county attorney. And Tony, we're looking forward to that uh, next Friday morning at 8 o'clock. Should be fun. Wes, we need to have you back, too. Uh, you, you keep us laughing. Oh. <laughs> hey, you got to have fun, right? I mean, that's, my goodness. That's exactly right. <laughs> all right. For Tony Kerr, I'm Jeff Hoover. That's going to do it for all things Russell on this Friday. You're listening to WJRS, Jamestown, Russell Springs, Kentucky.